Hello, welcome to this emergency mini episode of Juicing the Numbers. I'm your host, Joshua Tracy. And I'm Corwin Heller. And the Washington Nationals have just won the World Series. Uh, we're recording this at just about midnight on October 31st, Halloween. And there is a new World Series champion uh, for a team that's never had it in a city that hasn't had it for just under 100 years. The Washington Nationals beat the Houston Astros in seven games to win the World Series. What an amazing, dramatic finish the past two games. You were saying it earlier. This has been tremendous. I mean, it's I I feel ashamed. That, so our other episode, our main Thursday episode, is also going to be dropping today as we're recording this. Uh, it is Thursday. And... It almost feels like a disservice that we didn't have a longer discussion in it then. Like, like we didn't know it was going to happen because mm-hmm. we recorded it on Tuesday. And oh my God, the two games of baseball that have been played since we recorded that episode have been two of the best games of this entire postseason. It's been absolutely electric. It's been unfucking real. I mean, between last night, I guess we can get deeper into last night in, in a second. Uh, if we if we so choose, but between all of the drama surrounding Game Six and and the, and the blown Trey Turner call led into this whole um, storyline coming into today, uh, just 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 to count out off rattle off the storylines coming in today, you have uh, the blown call yesterday that didn't end up affecting the game, but was still a big factor. You had the fact that not the home team hasn't won a single game in the entire World Series, which ended up holding true for this. And you have the Max Scherzer storyline coming into this game where he was um, scratched from his start in game five due to basically paralysis and then ended up pitching damn near the exact same stat line he had in game one of this series, resulting in not a win for him as the win went to Patrick Corbin, but a win for the team, which is just tremendous. He hasn't looked great at all this World Series. I mean, we have to be honest, like he... He really looked just absolutely tired from the start in this. Definitely wasn't completely 100% coming back from that shoulder. But he got the job done. I mean, only giving up two runs in what was what was it, four innings? You can't really uh, ask for much innings. more than that. Five innings? You can't really ask for much more than that. Just to read off real quick, the final pitching lines, uh, Scherzer, five innings, seven hits, two runs, four walks, three strikeouts, one home run allowed. A gritty line, but... Ultimately, a, I mean, a winning line, uh, although the actual winner, Patrick Corbin, three innings pitch, two hits, zero runs, zero walks, three strikeouts. And then Daniel Hudson picked up uh, two strikeouts in one inning, got the save. Greinke ended up going 6.1 innings, uh, two hits, two earned runs, two walks, three strikeouts, one home run allowed. Uh, then Will Harris came in, pitched zero innings, uh, but allowed one uh, run of his own and allowed an inherited runner from Granky to score, which is that second run on Granky's line. Uh, then Osuna came in, 1.1 innings pitch, allowed another run. Presley, 0.1 innings pitch, nothing on the board. Uh, whatever, Joe Smith, John Smith, whatever, came in, 0.1 inning pitch, two more earned runs. And then Jose Urquidy came in uh, for the final 0.2 innings and allowed zero runs to close it out. Uh Jesus, this game was just so fucking great, man. I couldn't have asked for anything better. I couldn't have. Uh, may I 
for a moment predict what tomorrow's major headlines and uh, sports talking heads questions are going to be? The main, Absolutely. the main question. Absolutely. Why did Garrett Cole not throw the ball today? Exactly. That's going to be went to everything Harris. tomorrow. He was sitting there. He could have pitched. He was warming up. It's ridiculous. I don't know why they ended up sitting him down and just saying, nope, you're done for the night. I don't get it either. Honestly, I don't fully get why they took out Granky. I thought he was, I mean, it was getting obviously a slightly shakier there at the end, but he was still mm-hmm. fucking handling himself. He looked good throughout. Like he, you know, he gave up the home run and what was it, a walk right after that. But at the same time, he was getting it done. He didn't look shaky at any point. Uh, definitely not the way Scherzer did essentially the whole night. That's what that's what I don't get is uh we've seen a lot of these games won uh by pitchers using their veteran status to kind of just grind or veteran knowledge or or acumen or whatever, whatever just kind of grind out pitching performances and like really um work their way out of the jams they've created just through sheer grit and perseverance. And that happened on the, the Washington side via Max, both of Max Scherzer starts and like a few spots here and there with with um, uh, Strasburg. And then we, we saw it on Houston side too. Garrett Cole did it all throughout the ALCS. I can speak to that uh, assuredly, uh, as well as uh, the ALDS with Garrett Cole. And um, I honestly forget his World Series start already, his previous one. But it, it would lead you to believe that they would have, Granky would have somewhat more of a leash with just how really really well he had been shutting down the nationals up until that that solo shot um off of ren uh no juan soto rendon rendon I don't remember anymore i think it was rendon i don't think yeah i don't think soto hit yeah soto got that one big double which is probably what i'm thinking of uh but yeah i'm so surprised that they if they took the ball out of Granky's hands and gave it to Garrett Cole, you go, of course. But they took the ball out of Granky's hands to give to Will Harris, which is like at that point, just let him keep pitching. Like this is insane. It wasn't a smooth operation at any point, which uh, it's a shame because as much as I wanted the Nationals to win, I wanted to see them overcome Cole at some point, especially if he could have gone, you know. 2.2 innings, whatever it may be, 1.2 innings, just a little bit, just to make it through. And I think that um, AJ Hinch is going to come under a lot of fire in the media over the next few days for overmanaging this game. Oh, uh, with honestly, through the first 6.1 innings, I thought he was doing great. The second he started touching the bullpen, it just it went to hell immediately. Every single decision he made with that bullpen was wrong. Uh, I don't know about every decision in the moment. Uh, I think bringing Osuna in early instead of waiting is fine. Obviously, I would have rather seen Cole coming in the first place, but if you were saving Cole to, say, close out the game, I get why you would bring in Osuna there. But other than that, all four other pitchers he brought in were a mistake. What's confusing about the Osuna thing is that he brought him in because 
using Osuna in the spot he used him, I think, is fine. But letting him start the next inning is what I think was the mistake because maybe you don't want to bring in Cole as like a true, true reliever. You want to bring him in at you know the start of um, I forget what inning we're in. At this seventh. point, this the seventh or the eighth inning. You want to bring him at the start of the inning. He gets a clean inning, no uh, no runners on base, nothing to worry about in that respect. So bring in Osuna now because Osuna had to relieve um, Will Harris in, in the seventh inning. So this was the seventh inning. In the seventh inning with a runner on and having to face the best part of the Nationals lineup. So bringing in Osuna makes sense there. But he left Osuna in after that, and that's when Osuna started to allow runs of his own or at least a run of his own, and had to get relieved mm-hmm. himself, which led to Presley coming in to get one out, and then led to Smith coming in to get one out and allowing two more runs, which really just threw the game away. So why wouldn't you... It's one thing to bring in Osuna to finish out the inning and to to afford Cole a uh, a clean inning, but then they still didn't bring in Cole. Like That's what I think all of his pitching decisions in in the fullness of their scope were absolutely terrible. Yep. I agree with you 100%. Oh, man. What a gritty fucking win by the National. This has got to be one of the most, just one of the grittiest wins I've ever seen in, in, in the postseason. Like, what compares to this? So gritty. I don't know. I really don't know. 15 Royals, maybe? Um, kind of? I uh, guess. But it's not like they were playing, you know, the superstar Mets. Like, the Mets were still... They still weren't the best team in baseball that year. Yeah, no, they weren't. And and the, that Royals team, like I know it's the Royals as we think of them now, but that Royals team was fucking disgusting. Yeah. Um, even though oh. they were a wild card team, that that team was really good. As evidenced oh, by the fact Alex they went to two Gordon, Mike Mustakis, Eric Cosmer. Who was the fourth big name they had as a hitter? Um. Salvi uh, Perez, like outfielder. Oh, the yeah, outfielder. Uh, that actually is one of them. Yeah, I just don't remember the name. Yeah, it's it's going too far back in the uh, in the memory bank there. Um. Oh, you so know, I have what's a question so for you. Go ahead. Oh, go for it. Go for it. No, 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 no you no, go. No, please, 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 tell me yours. <laughs> All right. Who gets MVP? Oh, I was about to. I, I, I've been waiting for it to, to actually happen live so we could talk about it so I wouldn't have to answer this fucking question. Um, if I'm the Nationals, uh, Strasburg certainly has a compelling argument there. Um, I think if you're going to give it to a pitcher, Strasburg has to be the guy. Um, I agree. Corbin did well, still- but not well enough. Um, and as much as you probably want to give it to Scherzer <laughs> just because of his name and his persona, it's not Scherzer. Um, as is a it one batter, Soto? as a batter, it it's it's got to be one of Rendon, um, Soto, or Eaton because Eaton also had himself yeah. a nice quietly. Series. He quietly had a fantastic series, all things yeah. considered. Very under the radar, but like he he did everything the team asked him to do, including some weird ass sack bunts and shit. Uh, mm-hmm. He hit very important home runs. He played defense as a person who stands there and plays defense does um, nothing wrong nothing spectacular i i would probably uh, if i was a if i was to give it to a hitter 
Oh, damn it. That's so fucking tough. I'd probably have to give it to Rendon. Okay. I am still biased, so I'm going to give it to Soto, but... I don't think you're wrong for that. Yeah, it's really one of those things where you could go either way or go with Strasburg, and I'm not going to put up an argument. And I, I... I'm I'm hoping that they announce the winner soon so that we can get it into mm-hmm. this recording. Uh, I would hate to have to wait um, so that we could get a chance I, to discuss no, a little bit. At my desk, so I don't have the game in front of me. So I'm just sitting on Twitter refreshing. I have um I have the post game on and I am just like staring at my phone trying to figure it all out. But... <laughs> Uh, it's also a shame because Baseball References stats page obviously is not yet updated as this game no. has concluded moments ago. Um, do you have a defining moment for this for this game in particular for you? For you? Oh, man. Um, probably that solo homer to really kick things off for the, uh, for the Nats. I can't really think of anything else that would be a defining moment because it really didn't all come at once for them. Yeah, uh, I'm having a tough time answering my own question as well. That is, it, it, it's tough. Mm. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe uh, getting to, to Osuna there, that felt like a big moment um, mm-hmm. in, the, in the eighth because that eighth was just... Uh, brutal if you were an Astros fan. Uh, oh, for sure. What do you think is uh is is the biggest takeaway from this from this World Series? Um best team in baseball getting beat by a wild card wild card team. I don't know if it's really I mean it's it's awesome, but at no point did you ever feel like oh the Astros are blowing this. It's just kind of the Nationals have just come in and just pulled this out of a hat. I hope that's the takeaway because that's a great story. Yeah. Uh, the Nationals played out of their goddamn minds this World Series, which I think on the one hand speaks to how any baseball team can be good for a short stretch, but also speaks to how every like a few baseball teams can really catch fire at the right time, can really step up mm-hmm. in big moments. Like, you know, the Orioles every now, if you give the Orioles 100 chances to beat the Dodgers, they'll beat the Dodgers, I don't know, maybe 30 times, which is like a lot. But, you know, 30% mm-hmm. win percent's awful. But that's still 30 wins, you know? <laughs> and if you were to group right. all 30 of those wins in one month, say October, like, that's what you need <laughs> to win a pennant. That's what you need to win the World Series. Yeah. Uh, but on the other hand, like this, uh, this, this Nationals team played. They didn't just play like like a wild card. They they didn't just play like they won the. They played like like they had the best record in baseball over the Astros and brought this shit down to the fucking wire and pulled it off. My God, it's just this is impress. This is so impressive to me. I don't want to say that the Nationals wanted it more, but I felt like the Astros were putting like a hundred percent into it, and the Nationals were putting like a hundred and fifty, like just so far above and beyond what they, you know, you expect them to do, that they just forced it to happen. I have a um, 
an NFL comp to to this to this uh, World Series. All right, let's hear it. Uh, Giants beating the Pats, the eighteen and one season. I knew it was gonna happen. What it was gonna be, but yeah, like it. It feels exactly like that. Like they have a pretty mediocre but successful regular season, and then as soon as as the postseason hits, yep, get in as a wild card, and then you just are unstoppable as a juggernaut through the entire postseason. Yeah. Oh man. Also, how about the fact that not a single game was won by the home team? I, 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 I'm so great. It's baseball, man. You just you don't expect this to happen, but it, you expect something like this to happen. Juan Soto wins World Series MVP. Oh no, fuck you, asshole! He's tweeting that, and then he put it as my prediction from earlier in this year. I do have it up um, right here. The Willie's most valuable player were presented by Chevrolet. Goes to Steven Strasburg. Wow, love it. Two starts, uh, 2-0 record, 2.51 ERA, 14-3 to strikeout-to-walk ratio. Wow, Steven Strasburg, play, World, World, World Series MVP, he is opting out. <laughs> this is fantastic. This is amazing. Go Strass. Uh, so it's not updated, um, so this number will only increase. Oh, no, wait, I think this is updated. I think the stats are actually updated because I, I'm showing for the World Series, Steven Strasburg, two games, two starts, 2.51 ERA, two wins, 14.1 innings pitched. So I think this is updated. Uh, Steven Strasburg's win probability added, 50. That's insane. Second most was Sean Doolittle at 35, and then third most was Max Scherzer at 8. That is insanely high. Doolittle being that high is one thing, but Scherzer being at 50 is huge. So right here, yeah. MLB Stats just tweeted, Steven Strasburg is the first number one overall pick to win the World Series MVP. Also fucking bizarre. Baseball, man. It's baseball. That's so cool. Way to go, Strass. Oh, this makes me so happy. Do you want to go over any of those stats now, or do you want to save it for the uh, final MLB episode we record later on? Uh, let's save some more of these stats, because it looks like some things are updated and some things are not. Uh, for instance, like I said, Strasburg stats are up to date, but Max Scherzer's are not, so there's definitely going to be some fluctuation. I think things are coming in. I think they're probably being entered now, so every time I refresh, this page might be different. Um, mm-hmm. But... Oh, wow. Could you imagine being an Astros fan? Like, you bought tickets to all four games? No. Could you imagine being the Mattress Mac guy who put, like, $15 million on this bet for them to win? Uh, Yeah, but what he does, he hedges it, which is super smart. Right, but isn't the hedging to do with... uh, Is it... We can go into this after. We don't have to go into this now, but I (laughs) didn't know which side it hedged on. Like, is he hedging uh, the mattresses with the investment, or is he hedging the investment with another investment? I guess he's hedging investment the mattress giveaway with the invest with 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 the um the gamble with the bet. Right. Okay. So the fact that that um, Astros lost is not a huge deal to him. 
because he already has money. Right. Yeah. And when he gives away all the mattresses, that money would come from the invest from the bet. Right, right. So basically there's this guy in Houston who like if you buy mattress from him and then the Astros win the World Series, you get all the money back that you paid for your mattress. Right. So the idea is people come in, they buy the mattresses, they watch baseball, and then they either get a free mattress or they ended up just buying a mattress. And so what he does is like he it's like apparently a huge business, this this uh, mattress Mac dude. And he ended up doing something really smart, which is uh, in order to minimize his losses. Um, so if the Astros lose, he gets to keep all the money he made as normal as a business would work. If the Astros win, he's going to have to give away like millions of dollars worth of uh, well, not even worth of anything, millions of dollars because he's going to return people's money. So what he does is he places a, a gamble on um, in Vegas. I think he said he actually flies to Las Vegas to do this in person at several different um, sports books and uh, hedges his bet by making bets for the Astros. So if the Astros win, yes, he gives money away back to people who bought mattresses from him, but he also collects mm-hmm. money from the gamble he made. So Got it's it. pretty smart. Not too bad for an old guy betting on baseball. Um, in this final game, the Astros, um, they left 10 runners on base going one for eight with runners in scoring position. The Nationals left seven on base going two for nine with runners in scoring position, a marginal difference at the end of the game, but still decently impactful. Um, the Astros seemingly always had runners on, especially in the Scherzer portion of this game and just never was able to do anything with it. Very um, ALCS Yankees this year. Uh, <laughs> Trey Turner still not present for the Nationals. It didn't end up mattering, but still not present. He, he will finish the World Series with a 429 OPS. Lowest Pretty on the good. team. Yeah. Um, speaking of Trey Turner, do you want to briefly talk about what happened yesterday with him? Uh, Sure. You want to give a rundown of it first? Uh, yeah. So basically, uh, Yan Yan Gomes was standing on first base. He had gotten a hit, and then um, Brad Peacock was pitching for the Astros. Trey Turner was at bat. Trey Turner executes basically what's a swinging bunt. A swinging bunt is when you actually swing the bat, like you're going to try to get a hit, but then the ball travels as far as a bunt would have. So it's called a swinging bunt. And Brad Peacock fields it. Throws it to first. The ball um, gets by Guriel. Guriel's glove goes flying. Trey Turner uh, crosses first base. He sees the ball had flown well past Guriel. Uh, rounds to take second. Yan Gomes moves over to third. However, home plate ump Sam Holbrook had decided that uh, Trey Turner had run too far inside the line the first the the foul line and that he had in, thus interfered with the play at first um via the throw from peacock to guriel and that that dubbed him out and put Jan gomes back at first base and instead of being second and third no outs it was first base only runner on first one out and it was a huge controversy it led to a whole bunch of uh a little four and a half minute delay where the umps were talking with the uh, um, review replay 
review booth back in New York, which was weird because you can't review this play. Joe Torre was there trying really hard to ignore Trey Turner saying things about him. Um, I saw that. That was fantastic. It was fucking hilarious. Where to go, Trey Turner? Uh, and it was by and large bizarre. It's become somewhat a divisive issue in the baseball community because people are saying by the letter of the law, it's right. Um, and my opinion is that by the letter of the law, it's not right. And exactly. um, even if it was it's fucking stupid, and this is not the time nor place to demonstrate how well you know rules. Yeah, especially since like so the whole thing is that by rule, it's a judgment call. So there is no by the book. It's just whatever the ump is feeling when he sees it. And if you look at the play, he didn't do anything to infer. He ran in a straight line from where he hit the ball to the base. He did what he could to get over, but he didn't interfere with the ball. Yeah, it was... Um... The, the Nationals tried to put the game under protest, which apparently they couldn't do uh, because you can't protest over subjective calls like that one. And it was a fucking mess. It was Davey Martinez got r- tossed, rung up in between innings. Um, at, it, in one of the angrier videos I've seen of late <laughs> of a manager getting tossed, Um <laughs> Made concerning by the fact that David Martinez did like very recently have a um, uh, heart procedure in which he had to go to the hospital for some time. So seeing him out there losing his goddamn mind, I was like, oh, no, Davey, sit down. <laughs> Watching, uh, the, I think it was the bench coach or the third base coach, like getting in his way, trying to hold him back, just looking like Eric Flowers trying to stop Aaron Donald coming through him was hilarious he was doing such a terrible job just real quick because I, I just realized that this is a thing now so imagine you're looking at the 2013 tigers right mm-hmm. you got justin verlander <laughs> who i'm pretty sure won the mvp that year i'm not tired of shit, but i don't care right now um and you got max scherzer who's, who's like like he's really good he's really good he's not what he's going to become in, in in washington yet but he's really good and we got Anibal Sanchez, who like sometimes can be really good. It's like every now and then. Yeah. And I looked at you and I said, you know, Anibal Sanchez is going to win a World Series before Justin Verlander. I don't think I believe the sentence. Pilot <laughs> to you in 2013 and said Justin Verlander is going to go to the. Oh no! Wait, I forgot. I keep forgetting Justin Verlander won it in 2017. All right, how about if I put it this way? Yeah, he just won and- it. Sanchez is going to beat Justin Verlander in the World Series. And didn't that team also have David Price on it or not yet? Or uh, I believe that team did then. have David Price on it. Yeah. God, they should have won a World Series. I would have think. Yeah. That's what, a lot what, of Cy Youngs. Also had Miguel Cabrera, who, you know, was still yeah. in MVP form at that point. Fucking batting champion every year. Triple crown winner. Man. Oh, man. Talk about fucking. Wasted talent. It's the Tigers. A pit of despair. Uh, I didn't think we'd sneak them into the World Series episode, did (laughs) you? That's right. If you're from Detroit and we made you feel sad, you probably deserve it. Um, Man, what if I I just can't get over what a great game this was? Oh, yeah. It's an all-time game. 
how do you think this compares to game seven of the 2016 world series cubs um indians um i, I know think you have that one is still that. higher yeah i mean granted i do enjoy watching the indians i like being you know a fan of the indians but at the same time the cubs and that streak just that was something magical um so i might be my favorite world series yeah that is just so perfect of my lifetime yeah that was just amazing well with like i can't i can't even be biased about it it had the weather delay and like the like the bottom Uh, of the ninth game time home like it had so much and it had so many lovable people on it david ross anthony rizzo chris bryant like those are all super lovable guys also we'll never forget um, Depends on who you ask. <laughs> um, I'll also never forget. Um, it was, there was second and third, I think, and Kyle Schwarber was up to bat, and they did not intentionally walk him. They pitched to him, and then he got like a really, really lame like bloop single, you know, like 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 <laughs> yeah. exit velocity of like forty, like nothing. And he gets to first. He's all like, "That's right, that's right. You should have." <laughs> intentionally respect me and everyone's like bro 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 you like barely hit the ball and it like got super lucky like like let's like calm the fuck down here but he was like bro (laughs) respect i'm kyle schwarber and it was hilarious i'll never forget that anything there that you could consider a successful at bat that is literally only above like a dropped strike three swinging (laughs) oh this was this was a great this is a great great I'm gonna miss ba- it's gonna make me miss baseball for a little while i had to kept t- kept keep telling myself that there's not a game on tomorrow i had to keep I telling myself like no like because like, when they didn't bring in cole i was like well maybe they want him to like you know rest up for tomorrow and have him start tomorrow and i was like no josh no no there's not nine games <laughs> yeah. there's only seven garrett cole can try showing up for the stadium tomorrow i can't tell you how great that's gonna go hey guys where's the where's the nationals oh garrett <laughs> just we got some, some guy, bad news pal some guy sitting on the stoop crying in his hands just telling him go go brandon taubman <laughs> <laughs> oh man we signed oh, osuna <laughs> <laughs> fuck that guy Ah. Uh, Anything else? No, I covered it all. I'm sure we'll 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 do more on this um in like a, a bit. I don't know, maybe the Monday episode yeah. or something. But we have we have the wrap up episode for all the predictions and awards and stuff and oh, true. True. So we can talk about any storylines that stem from this then. Yeah, yeah, once we get um official word on who actually won regular season MVP and Cy Young mm-hmm. and all those awards, we'll uh, we'll probably touch more on this. Um, give it all to Juan Soto. See, fuck it. At this point, why not? Yeah, I don't e- I'm him, not even mad. Give him a Cy Young. Uh, but only the young part. Oh, absolutely. You know what? We probably should have talked about the uh big ass brawl that happened in the NBA today between the Sixers and the Timberwolves, but we could save that for next episode. Okay. Um, if you want to follow the show, you know how to do all that shit. And if you don't listen to the other regular episodes coming out, um, so we're just going to 
end it real short right here. Not even outro music. See ya. <laughs>